Welcome to the pre-match of football podcast delivered to your ears every weekend of the footballing season. We are still the only podcast to preview every game in England every weekend, which we'll be doing so once again today. You are joined by me, Graham Bailey. Get me at Graham Bailey on social media channels, including X. Craig underscore Honeyman is where you can get him on X and all the other social media platforms as well. Good morning to you, Craig. Morning, Paul. How are you? Not bad. It's been a long week, I must admit. Um... But hey, small problems, you know, I'm, I was about to, to not mourn, but say I'm tired. I was at Old Trafford Saturday, St. James on Wednesday. But hey, pe- a lot of people um, have got a lot more things going on in life than me being a bit tired. Listen, there's lots of people that will be dying to go to Old Trafford and uh, St. James's through the week. So get your chin up and big smile on your face. Here we go, yeah. Well, uh, we'll be speaking about huge, the biggest game in England this weekend, which is on Weir side for the Weir Tees derby, but we'll come to that in all due course. Um, <laughs> before we get into Premier League, Craig, a um, bit of World Cup news we came. Let's um, discuss that before we get into each club. Um, in terms of European, we'll talk to them when we get to them in the previews. But the World Cup was announced for 2030, Craig, that it's going to be held... Well, it's te- technically, it's going to be held in six different countries. We've got Argentina, Uruguay and Paraguay um, having three opening games before the whole tournament basically is in Spain, Portugal and Morocco. Um, we haven't spoke about this, Craig, actually, so I don't know your thoughts. So um, my initial thoughts on it, Craig, I, I quite like it. I know I'm I'm normally a voice against FIFA and, you know, wax lyrical about how evil FIFA at times, but I quite like this. I quite like the centenary games. And they're only one game. It's not, do you know what I mean? It's a one-off game. Yeah. Um, we know that Paraguay, Uruguay don't really have the infrastructure to host a tournament. Argentina, you could argue, probably do. But it's a purely centenary base. They're going to be there. And then the whole tournament's in Spain and Portugal and Morocco. And I like the fact Morocco is involved because geographically, they are next to Spain and Portugal. So it's not a major a major issue. I quite like the, the, the way this is set up, Craig. Do, do you? The only question I've got, Graham, is what do they do about hosts? Because hosts automatically qualify, don't they? Mm-hmm. So if they've got several countries hosting... How does that work? I am not sure whether the likes of Paraguay, Uruguay and Argentina uh, will automatically qualify. I'm not sure they will be classed as hosts. I think they need to confirm that. Uh, but I don't think you can take three from that South American section. Well, would be it, very, it would... very hard to qualify. If you, if yeah, you that's what I'm saying. So, entries. So, so imagine if you have the first game in Uruguay and Uruguay don't qualify. Yeah, but I think it's just a centenary thing. No, so it's it's surely Uruguay have got to qualify. Surely, automatically. Yeah, I think I think they would obviously you would assume that Uruguay and Argentina might get through. I, I don't I don't think that's been confirmed yet, Craig. I think this is a conversation that we'll have. But remember, by this point, we will also have a forty it, the, the World Cup will yes. be forty eight teams. Actually, we say that the twenty twenty six World Cup will be forty eight teams. By the time we get to twenty thirty, Craig, it might be fifty four or sixty teams. Um, yeah. you, can't, we, you can't rule out it getting bigger by that point even to then so we'll have to see I don't even think FIFA know the answer to your question there yet Craig but um, it's an interesting one we'll have to see um, what they decide really Yeah, I think um, the last World Cup was a huge 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 success uh, I think some of the football play was brilliant uh, and let's hope that uh, it, it continues to in the same ilk, um, I, I like the idea of the, the romance of the first game being in Uruguay. I do like that, really like that. Um, and I, I, I wonder if we can see this shift, Graham, where maybe we go to continents where we have a an African World Cup. So it's not it's not in one particular country, but it's hosted through several um, with their, their their bigger clubs hosting. 
um, a European World Cup. So I, th- I think we've got lots of possibilities going forward now, haven't we? Rather than just being limited to one country. Yeah, twenty thirty four will be hosted. FIFA said in in Asia. Um, it won't be in Europe, so um, we expect um, I think three main bids will come in there. We expect Australia, New Zealand, Uzbekistan, and Kazakhstan, and Saudi Arabia to all be amongst the bidders. Right? So we'll see uh, where that ends up. We know Saudi will be favourites, but we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Um, but let's let's get straight into the um, Premier League previews, Craig. And obviously, yeah. as I said, we will touch. There's a lot of big talking points. Not partly to do um with you but many things that have been in the news this week so as we get to those clubs we will we will look at those subject that subject matter craig so first up this weekend we do have well what is now a london derby luton's virtually part of london now isn't it luton hosting tottenham at kenworth road really interesting game this one craig to open the weekend up luton obviously lost in midweek to burnley which was a huge yeah huge result for them having having Drawn with Wolves, having beaten Everton and yeah. lost to Burnley. Yeah. It it wasn't it wasn't good for them. No. Um against the Tottenham team who um on a good run of form, Craig, they had that fortunate win over Liverpool and we'll we'll touch on yeah. we'll yeah. touch on the upside more when we get to Liverpool, actually. Yes. Craig, the fallout from that. But Tottenham played well, Craig. They got the goal. They did. It was a it was a fortunate <clears throat> on goal, but they were throwing people at it against nine men. They were going for the going for it, and uh, Ange Ball is the way they play. It's really good. Isn't exciting. It? It's I, exciting. I, I, I'm happy I put Spurs in my top four at the start of the season. Now I was in the minority, Craig, when I put Spurs in my top four um, at the start of the season. Um, I'm happy I did. Um, because I said my my premise was with Ange, it's either going to be top four or bottom four, and I went top four, so I'm pleased with that. Um, against the Luton team who. It's a strange one, Craig. They played well at Everton. They really did. And then they came up short against the Burnley team, who, oh. for me, I think, I think Burnley have been the worst team in the Premier League So before that game is so far this season. So yeah. it's a shock loss. Um, Tottenham are just going to go and play Luton off the park. They're going to yes. park the bus, obviously, at Kenilworth Road. We, I don't have an issue with that. It's up to Tottenham to break these teams down. Um, but we, when you've got someone like James Madison, breaking teams down is not a problem. No, I agree. Um, so... It will be a Tottenham win. I don't think Luton will score because I like the way Van der Veen's playing. I think him and Romero, um, Vicario and Goal. Oh, Romero's so good, Graham. Yeah. Romero's I, so I good. Vicario and Goal's been very solid. He's been, yeah. I think, and that's what you want from a goalkeeper. I don't think he's been, uh, he hasn't been tested on too much, but I think he's been very solid. I think Poro's yeah. improving all the time at right back, which I think he will. Angel improve him as a defender as they go on. Um, Doggy at left backs looks superb. So, um, three nil Tottenham, Craig. I think it's going to be a win. It's just a matter of picking out the right score, isn't it? I think so, Graham. Um, you know we, I, I, ironically, I, I did suggest last week that, and it was a bit tongue in cheek. Could could Luton go the whole season without without winning a Premier League game? Well, they give me a huge custard pie by going winning at uh, at Everton, and then I expected them to get back to back wins with that home game against Burnley, with Burnley in such poor, poor form, and um. Losing that, I guess, just I think ends ends any um, realism of them returning their their Premier League states at the end of the season. Um, I, I think we've talked this before. We 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 like what they've done, don't we? We we think they've been really sensible with the recruitment. That they are going to go down when they do go down. They're going to have a huge pot of money and some very good players to try and bounce back up. And I I, I think they're almost guaranteed top six. Um, 
after they've been relegated, that is. Sorry, Luke, I know I shouldn't be talking about this. Um, Tottenham Hotspur, really impressive. Really, really, really impressive. Um, I think Brennan Johnson's been a great signing for them. Um, Son is is on great form, isn't he, Graham? Uh, 4-0 to, to Tottenham with, with your man, uh, James Madison, pulling the strings in midfield. Um, and then we've got, obviously, him called up for England again, so let's see how he does there. Yes, England. The England squad was announced for for the up and coming games, Craig, um, against Croatia and um, Italy and Australia, isn't it? I thought it was Croatia and someone. I do beg your pardon. It's, it's Italy, Italy in the. I'm sure it's Italy in the um, in the uh, qualifiers uh, and Australia in a friendly. All right, okay. I um, do apologise, but we'll um, I think we'll 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 look at that England. We'll talk about England squad, Craig. A little bit of a, yep. um, a hint when we get to West Ham, we'll talk about yeah, the okay. squad. Yeah. Um, on to the three o'clock games. We have Burnley hosting Chelsea. Wow, wow, wow! Chelsea, Craig, really are in some poor form, but. Morale boosting win at, at Fulham. You're yeah. Mudrick getting off the score sheet. Yeah. Finally. Um, for Chelsea, and, and it was a good solid win for them at Fulham. Burnley, who got that shock win over Luton, I still think uh, I talk about Burnley the same same vein as I talk about Luton. Um, yeah. Chelsea, they need a striker, possibly going to address that in, in January, unless of course, Kunku when he's back from injury. Um, there's not much to say. you know i think I still, chelsea you know i think i think or oh, even though we're in what october this season Craig, yeah. i think pochettino will probably say it was let's judge him in october next year you know when, yeah. when he's had another two windows and a chance to get his team in place but that said you have to win at burnley this isn't the burnley we've seen in previous years this isn't the sean dice burnley they're no. not hard to beat and not hard to score against surely chelsea like i was at last time burnley played chelsea actually craig it was when um um, they had Rudiger in the team, etc. Um, and they were very good. Um, yeah. but I don't see my problem here. I'd say two 0 Chelsea. Um, surely I just don't see how Burnley get anything from this game. Yeah, I, I think Burnley might score. Graham, I think Chelsea should win. Um, Brozier back uh, and scoring. Obviously, he, he did leave the pitch with an injury, didn't he? So let's hope that that's nothing serious and he's uh, he's available for the weekend because he is a good player. Um, Burnley one, Chelsea two. I just think Chelsea will have too much for them, but um, that's I'm saying that without any great deal of confidence. Green, uh, it could be, could be one all, or it could be a Burnley win. Really? Okay. Actually, I, 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 just just because it's Chelsea, Graham. Yeah, I've yeah. No, I've no, I've no faith in uh, suggesting how Chelsea are going to do. They've lost at home to Aston Villa. They've lost at home to Nottingham Forest. They lost 3-1 at West Ham. They actually played really well in that West Ham game and just defensively were shambles. Um, so I, I I can't predict how they're going to do, um, but I think I think they're going to win 2-1. On to another three o'clock game, Everton hosting Bournemouth at Goodison Park. Wow, huge game this one, Craig. Most of them are for Everton at the moment. Yeah. Such, such, a, such a poor team, Craig. They really, they really are. They had that win at Brentford, which... I think will prove to be the odd, the odd game out for them. I think it was a bit of a fluke, to be honest. They caught Brentford on a really bad day, and, and they played well against a Bournemouth team who it's not quite going for them. Minute, Craig. I do. Do you know? I, I was. I did watch a lot not of the Graham, Arsenal Graham, game. Graham, is that the biggest understatement you've made? 
not quite going to. They've not won a game. Yes, they haven't, but let me finish. I think that I, do, I look at the bench at Bournemouth, and I do think that quite a few of those players should be in the starting lineup, Craig. You know, we, we waxed lyrical about Utara at the end of last season, if you remember. Yeah. Very good player. I don't see how he's not in that team. You know, Cliver hasn't hit the ground running yet. Um, obviously, Tavernier is back in the team now, which is good for them. Um, it, it's a much better team than last year. It is in terms of the, the personnel, Craig. It is a better team. Um, obviously, they're taking quite a time to adapt to the way Ariola plays. And, and I just, obviously, these two are in poor form. I, I just genuinely think Bournemouth are by far, and I think it's by a country mile, they are a better footballing team than Everton. And I think they'll show it on Saturday. I think they'll um, they'll win. I do the one thing about worrying about. You think they'll win? I said I said this before the thing. It's it's the goals. I think the Bournemouth issue is the goals. Is can Solanke score them enough goals, Craig? That's the problem here. Like Kiefer Moore, I I I, Kiefer Moore is is a championship striker, a very good one at that, but he's a championship striker. Solanke on his day can be. Look at the best in the Premier League or, or the worst. That's the problem here. It's the consistency. I've got a back Bournemouth here. I think they might get a two-one win with Solanke. If Solanke has a good day, if if they're still as frugal in front of the goals they have been, it could be a draw, even even Everton win. But I'm back in Bournemouth as they are clearly the better team. Two-one Bournemouth. Oh, great! Um... As I said, I think Bournemouth are a better team, but Everton have got the best best striker on show. Yeah, and because, and because of that, because of Dominic Calvert Lewin, Everton are going to win. Everton are going to win this 2 0. Um, and Dominic Calvert Lewin. Clean, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, if you're going to keep a clean sheet, there's no better time than against Bournemouth. Yeah, and I, I think Calvert Lewin gets both goals and Everton win the day. I think, you know, the the, the, the wins that they've had uh, against Villa in the Cup, obviously the, the win against Brentford was massive. The loss to Luton was, was terrible. Um, and they'll they'll realise this is another six pointer, and they can't let this go. And I'm going to say they're going to concede, man. Uh, two, two, one. Ever two, yeah, yeah. Dominic Calvert Lewin two. Dominic Solanke one. I do wonder whoever. I, I would dare say Craig as well. If there is multiple goals for in this game, I think whoever scores first might be. Yeah, good. I think so. Whoever scores first is winning the game, Graham. No doubt, no doubt. Um, so it'll be an interesting one. Um, Fulham hosting Sheffield United. At Craven Cottage, Fulham. Listen, me, it was always going to be difficult without Mitrovic, mm-hmm. uh, and and I think, you know, you you and I for so many years, right? I, I I've I've known Mitrovic since he played in uh, in Belgium, right? Uh, and before he came to Newcastle, and even when he was at Newcastle, I I I used to rave about him because he's got everything as a as a target man number nine. He's a bit Vaduka-esque at times. He, you know, he holds the ball, he's strong as an ox, and he can finish for fun. Um, and without him, Fulham look toothless. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they play some lovely football. They play some really neat and tidy, lovely football, but they can't put the ball in the back of the net because they don't have their talismatic number nine. Um, and that's an issue for them. And they've mm-hmm. got to win this game. And I don't know where the goals are coming from. No, I took. I agree. Um, and I, I agree as well. I, th- I think, and that's why I'm going nil nil for it. I think this could be a goalless affair. Um, you know, do you know, we we don't strike a suit in teams, and Raul Jimenez just thrives off crosses, and 
you know, they, they don't put lots across. I, I'd be tempted to play Dama Traore and Raul Jimenez and just go Dama across the ball for him, like he did so many times at at Wolves. Um, doesn't look like he's going to. Do. I think Jimenez is no. so low on confidence at the minute. Doesn't I know really, he's had a few chances this year. I know, I know. Enough, I've got a few Fulham friends, and and they say he just doesn't look like scoring even when he was in the right position at the minute. Yeah, look, he's not been the same player since he got injured. No, Cox isn't. You know, he, he he just hasn't, and he was so so hugely effective before that injury. And you know, we 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 recall the time when Man United were trying to buy him. You know, that's how effective he was. Um, one nil Fulham. I just think that they they will get a breakthrough against a dogged Sheffield United. Fulham one, Sheffield United nil. On to Manchester United versus Brentford. Oof. Now, Craig, we we do have a discussion to have about Manchester United. Worst start um, this century, Craig. Worst start yeah. since Sir Alex Ferguson in 1989 when, if you remember, he had to um, brush off fan, fan protests at him being yeah. there. Mark Robbins saved his job. He did, indeed. Um, it's such a tough one. I was at Old Trafford um, for the Crystal Palace win um, last week, as you know. So, 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 so Graham, just, just talk to me about one thing, right? Because... I have not seen United live this season. Okay, I've only seen them on the television. But in every game I've watched, to me, it looks like Casemiro is really struggling in midfield. It's like he's stretching for everything. He's lunging at things all of the time. It's like he's not in control. And I think last season, uh, he was a little bit sharper, but he had the same issues. But he, because he was winning the ball, he'd get like a standing ovation. Now he's just giving free kicks away and getting booked. And obviously he got sent off in the Champions League, didn't he? Um he mm. just looks he just looks miles off it. He did. It wasn't his I don't think that was his fault in the Champions League, but um I, he, he was okay actually against Palace. You know, he, he was pushing quite high up. They weren't really playing a holding midfielder because they didn't need to. He was pushing up. He he was okay against Palace, you know, he was doing his job, sprinting around when he had to and getting forward. He was actually getting forward more than some of the others. Yeah, he cannot get back, Graham. That's that's the issue. He cannot get back. Well, he he did in that game, but the issue with that game there against um, Palace was was threefold, well, fourfold really. Um, Amrabat was playing the inverted fullback, which actually wasn't a bad role for him, but he can't defend. He was just every time Jordan Ayew got the ball, he just held it and waited for Amrabat to go through the back of him. He was horrendous. Yeah. Um, Mason. I want to. I'll talk about the the summer signs after. Um, actually, I'll talk about summer signs first. Mason Mount was completely anonymous against Palace. He was simply dreadful. Well, now wasn't he's playing for any of the ones in the Palace game. Hoyland was completely ineffectual against Palace. And Jockey Manderson and Mark Gay. We know they are very good Premier League defenders, Craig, but. They are very, they are very, very, very. But you've good. got to, you've got to show more, and he showed absolutely nothing. Did you see that chance? That he, I don't yeah. he showed it in the hands where he controlled the ball in the six-yard box, and then he went to turn and shoot and missed the ball, which summed up his day. Um, there Rashford, was a... Rashford, I've, I've I've been highlighting Rashford for weeks. Yeah, he was, he was, he was, Joe. What Rashford? He switched to one side. He he put the effort. I know we say this about footballers great all the time. The effort was there for Rashford. I don't think he was one of the issues. I he, scored, he, was... he scored one Premier League goal. Okay. The, tell you who 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 though, and you, I know you have good Rashford, but don't don't what, say Bruno Fernandes against do, Crystal Palace. Do, do against, Bruno, against Crystal Palace. No, Graham, I'm not having this anymore, right? You I watched him. I watched him specifically on Saturday. I watched right. him closely. I, and don't worry, he didn't have a horrendous game. He he was one of the he got a six off me, which is one of the better scores. You know, let me let, let, let me ask you some questions. 
let me, let me ask you some questions. In the past 12 months, which Manchester United players played the most minutes? Yeah, but quick, can I just... No, 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 no let me ask you these questions. Let me ask you the questions. In the past 12 months, which Manchester United players played the most minutes? I don't know. Bruno Fernandes. In the past 12 months in the Premier in the past 12 months of the Premier League, which player in the Premier League has created the most chances? Go on, tell me. Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes. Right. right, so let's go back to the last time I saw him play 90 minutes, which was last Saturday, last Premier League game he played. He was completely ineffectual. And what I'm saying, Joe, I think Bruno Fans is a good player, Craig. And Joe, what when you said this to me, and I do I do take this on, he looks a different player when he plays for Portugal. Your best players around him. Um captain of Manchester United. I just oh. want him to take some games by the struggle for the neck. Graham, he's not Roy Keane. He's a different kind of player completely. Right? When you say take it by the scruff of the neck, it's such an old school comment. What What do you mean by take it well, by okay, the scruff like, of the like, neck? Like, like a David Beckham used to, maybe, or a Giggs or a score. He's good enough to sometimes... He's sometimes he's, game. Okay, okay. He's, okay. He's good enough to do that. But we, we, we had the same language, the same comments about Paul Pogba when he played for France versus when he played for Man United. When he's playing for France, he was surrounded by world-class talent. When he's playing for Man United, he was surrounded by average players that were earning too much, that had cost too much, that the club couldn't move on. Uh, and with, with very few assets in the squad. Um, Jose Mourinho highlighted this, what, three, four years ago, for him, about legacy signings and what's there from the past. That you know, I, I think Bruno Fernandes has been one of Manchester United's Best signings in the past decade. Well, you can think that. Um, so, in terms of him, I said it was him the captain. In the midweek game, we saw um, totally horrendous result. You know, Onana was um, wow! It was a, <laughs> an incredible performance. Right, great, great, can I ask you a question now? Game. So, I'm just, I'm just looking at the, the the Premier League official stats this season. Right, who's created the most chance in the Premier League this season? Are we still talking Bruno Fernandes? Yeah, Bruno Fernandes. All right, but we moved on to the Galatasaray game. We got, we got, we got to move on from Bruno at some point. Let's talk about the Galatasaray game. Then we'll come to United. So Galatasaray game, total car crash of a game. Andre Onana was obviously had an awful game. Um, he was he was to blame for for the yep. Casemiro sending off in in every which way. Um, so it, it was ironic that um the way he messed that up was, um you know that was the one that they con- they were condemning David De Gea for a lot of the time. But I think they brought they brought Onana in to change that style of player. I just don't think, as you say, in terms of players around them, they're not being built to play that way. So you bring Onana in to bring the ball out more successfully, but they're not built around him to do that. Um, mm-hmm. this is a it's a huge. It's a it's a crisis for United. I don't think Ten Hag's under pressure, Craig, at this moment in time. Why? Um, Why? Well, it, from from okay, from what I, I'm being told and, and stuff, and and actually they are due, Craig. If you believe this or not, and it is true, they are due to hold contract talks without Ten Hag very soon because obviously he's only got eighteen months left on his deal. So that's how how these clubs work. Um, do you how how big a game do you think this Brentford one is? This is before, before this is before the national break. They're currently tenth in the table. Um, Must win. What happens if he loses this game, Craig? I think if he loses this game, he's under huge pressure. 
Huge, huge. When they come back, they do have the Manchester derby end of this month. Yeah. Followed by someone um I know said, said watch out for the Liverpool game, which I think is about about around about the sixteenth of the thirteenth of December, something like that, which is a huge game as well. He's got some yeah. big games coming up, but these these home games, he, he, the last they've they've lost the last two league games at Old Trafford, lost against Brighton, and then they yeah. just lost to Palace. Yeah, they can't afford to lose this game, can they? No, they can't. I, I, they can't afford to lose it, I, and I I think they are in crisis. I don't see you listen to Zlatan Ibrahimovic's interview this week, Graham. It was really telling. Um, he, he was talking about the difference between managing Ajax and managing Man United, and. Ajax being young players and you're allowed to get bad results and um, everyone knows it's a young squad and you get time and you can have a certain certain style of management with that with those young players because there are no big personalities or certainly no big superstars is, is the language that he used. And he's, he's gone to United and there's loads of big players. It was telling his comments after the game in midweek where he said, um, you know, yes, it's tough, but we're all in this together. And I thought, well, you're not in this together because you've thrown Harry Maguire under the under the bus recently, right? You've they've thrown Jaden Sancho under the bus recently. So I'm, I'm sure those two, and when you're in that canoe and you're all all pedaling in the same direction, I don't think those two will be, will they? Let's let's let's, let's be honest. Um, I think I think the goalkeeper signing, and I said this at the time, is the biggest downgrade in recent history of a goalkeeper from De Gea to Anana. And yes, Anana's the sweeper keep with lovely feet. But a goalkeeper's job, first and foremost, to keep the ball out the back of the net and to be a good shot stopper. Um, and I don't think he, I don't think he is a good shot stopper. And that if you chip, remember that, the, the, that chip from, um, oh, I mean, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. How he made himself look smaller. For, it was, that was I, 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 how is that possible? How is yeah. that possible? Uh, I mean, can you recall, Graham, during pre-season where? He's run out of his goal and screamed in Harry Maguire's face over a back pass. Hmm. I'm like, oh, you you have set yourself up there for for a fall. And if I'm Harry Maguire, I'd be, I'd be saying to him, who do you think you're talking to? Sort your own performances out. I don't think United's a good place. I think I think the City game at the end of the month could be a, a really horrendous... The City game playing well, by the way. But I think it could be a really horrendous day for... For United, they, they are in trouble. They've got to win this weekend. I'm sorry, they can't afford to lose this weekend. And I think they will get a win just because Brentford are, are playing quite quite poorly themselves, aren't they? They, they can't they can't buy a win. Um, Manchester United two, Brentford nil. Yeah, Brentford up and down the um, the field to get the win at Forest after taking the lead and um, Forest out of ten men and still getting yeah. back to level, which wasn't good. Yeah, for Brentford are not playing well. I don't think it's just about Tony. I think there's something. I don't know. I don't know about Brentford. It's not. Um, it's not. The, doesn't look the free flowing fast football that we've seen previously. Um, can they get a win at United? I don't think so. I, th- I think United will bounce back with a win here. Um, I think they'll till no win to ease yeah. to ease the pressure on Ten Hag, but I don't think as I said, I don't think um, he's under as much pressure as, as he might be otherwise because there's so much stuff. I think because they take over, because they'll do things, I think he's probably a bit of a fortunate position where he's not as under, under as much pressure as he might otherwise be. Yeah, uh, five thirty game is the aforementioned Palace who got the win at Old Trafford last time yeah. out, hosting Nottingham Forest. Yeah, so Palace um did to to get the win at Old Trafford. They, they weren't even at their best, you know. They they were good, um, easy in midfield. Was was very good. 
Um, with the two centre halves, they were very solid. Dakuria was outstanding as a holding midfielder. Um, I, I, I think uh, Joe Anderson is one of the best central defenders in the Premier League. He was outstanding. He was spraying the ball around him. Him, he was creating chances for Gear. Him and him and Gear were very good as a yeah. partnership. They were outstanding. He, he, had, um, he, he had that loan, the loan season that full of my thought from from Leon. I thought he was absolutely magnificent. Uh, I don't know how old he is. I want is he is he is he thirty? Um, no, I, should... I, thought, I thought I thought he was about 25, 26 No, well, if he is, a big club will come and take him. A big well, obviously Newcastle did inquire in the summer. Um, twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just twenty seven. He's at his turn. So yeah. Um, no, he's obviously got. But again, with Palace, um, if you want to sign a player of Palace, he's he's a bargain buy for them. He's going for twenty, and you're going to have to pay sixty, seventy, eight. Yeah, exactly. Out now. Um, I. I yeah, Forest. The Forest are a bit up and down. Okay, I think they're doing okay. I think Sangari is fitting in there now. Um, yeah. Haven't used Andrea Santos yet. I saw interesting quotes there. I don't think Chelsea are particularly pleased with um, his lack of game time. I think we'll see Andrea Santos involved a bit more if, if Forest wants to keep him beyond January anyway. Um, we might see him even involved in this game. Um, Palace. I think Palace are a better team than Forest. Me too. But, but again, a lack of goals. Matete worked his socks off at Old Trafford. But I don't think he'd have scored if we were still being there now. Um, yeah. so the, the missing that the a lot of teams are missing these central strikers. Um, Palace one nil. Yeah, it's a Graham, we, we we spoke about Palace. We did our predictions and 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 the money that they'd spent. All the we focused more on the money that they hadn't spent. We weren't being disrespectful to them at all. We were saying it was really smart, smart ownership, uh, smart management from from Roy Hodgson. Um and 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 Dougie Friedman, the sporting director, in that they didn't need to spend one hundred million pounds this year to stay up in the Premier League because of the teams that had come up and the teams that were also struggling. Uh, Palace will not be anywhere near a relegation battle. They'll be closer to the the the, the, the top ten than the the bottom three, uh, I would suggest. Um, and they're going to be in a really good position in the summer to to actually go out and spend and maybe bring in that that elite level number nine where they can go and spend maybe 100 million on one player uh, potentially or 70 million on on a strike because they've not spent loads of money this summer or they might do what Palace do and go find a bargain from somewhere um, I think such a well-run club um, I think obviously the, the the ownership the way they do things they're, they're a solid Premier League club now Crystal Palace and, and fair play to them they're investing youth off the pitch 1-0 1-0 to Palace Um against a Forest team that you really don't know what you're going to get uh, when, when they turn up. On to 2 o'clock kickers on Sunday. Let's look at the live game. First of all, Brighton hosting Liverpool. Huge game this one, Craig, in more ways than one. Obviously, we had the um, VAR gate, as we'll christen it now, Craig. Um, and then it was interesting. You know, I, 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 I did put a tweet out in midweek, Craig. It's probably my biggest tweet of the whole year as it stands. It was just what I said in Liverpool where... You know, Liverpool were subject of a horrendous decision. We all know it was wrong. But I pointed out that that was no worse and it shouldn't be classed as being worse than, than the decision that Wolves got against them at Luton when yeah. the officials completely got that penalty wrong. Yeah. Liverpool's is no more important. And I think people miss that. I really do. Um, it, it, it's, it's no more important than the, 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 the Wolves on the first game of the season, the penalty. Yeah, exactly. Like Wolves, Wolves, have, Wolves, have lo- no, Wolves have lost four games so far this season. And, and, and about what I think hasn't helped Liverpool, Jurgen Klopp's comments, um, I think the club as a whole wouldn't have been too happy with those because everyone's... Every, a lot of the sympathy that Liverpool had has 
quickly evaporated in terms of Jurgen Klopp saying the game should be replayed. Complete nonsense. Um, I think he he's, hasn't helped with the argument, although it does seem that Jota's red card is going to be rescinded, which, um, you know, I, I, think, I think it's a dangerous having it go down. Yeah, his first yellow wasn't, but his second yellow was. And it was he, can't, he, can't rescind, he can't rescind two yellows. Um, well, I think you'll find he's not going to be suspended this weekend, as it turns out. But, well, that, that's only um, because of appeals. The, the, the PMGO, whatever it is, committee, you'll find that Jota will be um, playing this weekend, it seems. Yeah, that, 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 that's only because of appeals. So the appeal hasn't yeah. been in, in, before the game, that's why. They, they, can't, um, they can't turn down the yellow cards. Um, well, it's been, apparently the committee has already sat there. Okay, but we'll come... We'll, we'll, yeah. Look at look look out for the Jota storyline anyway. Um, obviously it's not the big one. Okay, I my solution to this, Craig, is I think I think the Liverpool, in terms of the Liverpool error, um, I think it's easily solved, Craig. And I pointed this out in an article on ninety minutes. You can read about this. Um, the semi, just bring in the semi-automated rule. It's easily solved. We saw it at the World Cup. It worked well. It yeah. actually, it's amazing. I didn't know this, Craig. That it's the Premier League clubs who decided against this. They vetoed this. Yeah, the Premier League clubs. Yeah. So. It's easy solved. Bring the semi-automated system in, and it's black and white. Yes, it's like the ball over the line. It's it's done and dusted. So we won't get that Liverpool mistake again. Just bring that in. And if if the clubs if the clubs don't want to bring it in, don't mourn about it. But that's human error. If you're allowing humans to make all these decisions, you will get human error. It's it's what life is. Yeah, we, we, we we discussed this last year when we discussed VR and and, and we had a, a little bit of a heated debate on it. Um, I'm. I was. You were massively against it. I was in favour in some instances, um, but we both have the same conclusion. When human beings are operating any kind of system or technology, it is open to human error. There's no problem with the technology at the weekend, right? There was no problem with it. The lines were drawn very clearly. It was absolutely clear. Uh, that Diaz was onside. Absolutely clear for everybody to see. And too many people speaking and talking over each other in the VAR room, the the the, the fourth official uh, and the, the the guy that governs the uh, the VAR. And we're all talking at the same time. They made a mistake between them. Between the three of them, they made a mistake. And it, it was a really poor mistake. But like you say, if it's semi-automated and the technology is there and in place, use it. They eliminate that 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 element of human error, and so it's the same for everybody. The problem is like you know, it's when they change the rules um, once the season started. It's it's like what's what's really frustrating for me, Graham. Is, remember those those first first weekend of games, and the, and then we had the the second week where we were getting like eleven minutes additional time, twelve minutes. And God, this is going to be the norm. This is going to be what's happening. No, it's not. You know, we're we're, we're, we're what are we seven eight games in. We're now back down to four and five minutes. Yeah, because the, because these instructions come down. If if they hadn't made, if they hadn't told them to 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 adapt the rules, which is what they should, you should adapt at times. Yeah, but that's that's, that's not happen. fair, Graham. That 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 is not a fair process because they, they, those games that have already been played with those extra minutes where goals have been scored or decisions made, that's not fair on those teams. Yeah, but if something's broke, you have to fix it sometimes. Mm, okay. You know, um, and, and so I think that's a that's a correction they made, which was that had to be made and they did. I think and the semi automated one, you know, the systems are in place. Um, it should be brought in in January, I think. Um, but give give them two months to get the the software and the cameras set up. Um, 
and um, and get it done, you know. Um, but I, I think that's easily solved the Liverpool one. The worrying one for me still is that like the Joe Gomez penalty, where <laughs> you know if it's deflected yeah. off a foot into an arm, you know it's not a penalty. How that can still be given? Like, what are you doing? If they don't know the rules, that is that's more worrying. I I think that Wolves one was more worrying for me, Craig, than the Liverpool one. Really? Liverpool one was a clear human error. The new did wrong. That Wolves one, which we know wasn't a penalty, and that's given. It's it's very worrying. But onto the game, Craig. Um, wow, there's going to be some pressure on the VR officials in this game. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's a good game. It's a good game. Brighton hosting Liverpool. Um if I was Brighton to say, but I think it will be, I'd be getting in the officials here straight away, make sure that um they're not yeah, of course you would. You would. Um Liverpool, I'd it's hard to judge Liverpool because they were down to 10 men fairly early. They did defended stoutly. I do agree with you. I still think the shorter defenders. Um, yeah. I think they may address that in January, but it's gonna come not come soon enough. Brighton had a morale boosting um, win in their midweek games, Craig. They had a nice, um, nice little um, they drew 2 2 with Massa, yeah, coming from 2 0 behind 2 0 down to draw 2 2, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? For them, yeah, um, it's Massa, the you know, Stad Velodrome, what a performance yeah. that is. Yes. So, I think that would give Brighton a lot of confidence. I don't think Brighton are going to lose this game, Craig, but I did, I did have enough to win. I, I do worry about Brighton's, I do just notice that, Craig, I'm calling my eye. Um, Brighton's goal difference, I can't see lots of goals. They've conceded, Craig, the same amount as Luton. Yeah. That is worrying. Yeah. It really is. Um, and because I've seen two that game, yeah, they've had the big they've had the big defeat to, to, they've, to not kept a, they've not kept a clean sheet this season, Greg. And and I've been obviously I've been looking, as you know, still just still a friend of ours and, and Vabu, I've been looking at that goalkeeper battle. I don't think either keeper have made many ricks either. You know, it's not no. I don't think you can blame the goalkeepers much. Um no. that's so that said, I think two all draw. I think it's the result that Liverpool wanted at Tottenham, and they're going to get it at Brighton. Yeah, I, I think I think both defenses are going to be challenged here. Um, okay, and can we say um, good luck to we've seen Estupian ruled out for a number of months with an injury. So good luck to him. He's been probably one of the best left backs. Ah, he's been brilliant so far this season. Yeah. So unfortunate yeah, yeah. for him to be ruled out. Yeah, he has been brilliant, and and he he'll be a miss. Um, I wonder if Tariq Lamptey might might slot in there at uh, on his right foot, slot in there at left back. They uh, do have the, they did sign um what was his name? They did already have um a, a young left player left. Back I, I just think I just signed from Reading. Yeah, I just I, I just think they'll they'll put him in. Um, Samuels. I I, I think I think mm. that Lamptey has got the ability to play there, and I think they'll put him in. Um, simply because obviously the the, the boy from Reading has very very little. Football experience. I think we might see uh, Jean Paul Van Heck um, instilled as the the the, the centre half choice. Um, now, Grim, I th- I can I can see that uh, alongside Lewis Dunk, midfield. Obviously, Billy Gilmore's playing well. Pascal Gross is different class. Um, up front, they've got they've got options. Uh, Fatty Ferguson. Um, João Pedro, obviously they're missing in Cesar. Um Brighton two, Liverpool three. On to the other two o'clock game, West Ham hosting Newcastle United at the London Stadium. Uh, yeah. West Ham, congratulations to them. Winning midweek gives means they are the first English team, 17 European games unbeaten. Wow. Um, wow. Um, yes, yeah, so Conor system with that win over Freiburg. Um, so could, then, could, be, could be back-to-back European trophies for West Ham, Grim? 
Yeah, it could be. Um, so on to um, yeah, so Newcastle had a brilliant game in midweek. Obviously, um, it, it's it's fascinating um, to see how Newcastle did in midweek. A brilliant win over PSG. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, it's it's an interesting game as well. Newcastle, did you watch the game, Craig Midgley? What did you think of that win over? Oh, Gareth, I thought um, I watched the highlights. I was at the the Sunderland Watford game on the evening. Watched the highlights when I got in. Um, by the way, I got in really late because of the year nineteen. I'm a ranty. Whoever decided to close the year nineteen down. Yeah, I was caught up in that as well. On, yeah. on, a, on a match day for for ball, it was just ridiculous. Because um, we weren't even doing anything, Graham. But that's my rant over. I thought Newcastle was superb. I thought they they just they used the atmosphere to the advantage. Um, they used the weather to the they used everything to their advantage. And um, but started quickly. Got at PSG. Um, one of my favourite players at Newcastle, Miggy Almiron, uh, got them off to a great start. Um, you did question Almiron at the beginning of the season whether they're going to move on from him. I think Almiron's been. One of Newcastle's he was better very good. He was, he was very good last night. Oh, yeah, I think one, one of their better players this season. Um, and then you know, I guess the the dream for Newcastle Newcastle fans is seeing two Geordie score, Dan Byrne, and uh, obviously Longstaff, um, uh, Sean Longstaff getting getting amongst the goals, which must be great to, for them to see. Um, it was a shock result. I didn't expect it. Uh, I was I was expecting a draw. Come on, us, Graham. But four one is an absolute statement for Newcastle in European football, and uh, yeah, they're, they're, they've hit they've hit form. That that eight 0 win against Sheffield United seems to be uh, really inspirational for them. Um, and so you for this game, Craig West Ham, mm. interesting one. I think I think two two. I'm going Graham. Yeah, I'm going one all. Draw draw written all over it. Um, here, Craig, I think Newcastle. Did you think it might be quite a tight performance, Graham, from? From both teams with the European exploits midweek, the carpet we, we know from history that teams find it really difficult to go and put that kind of performance in on a, a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then match it on the on the Sunday at the weekend with the same level of intensity. The games that I've been to this week on in the Championship, Graham, on on Tuesday and Wednesday, I know it's a different league, um, but the the standard of quality drops up massively when the teams play three games in a week. When you get that midweek game, the standard. In some of the games, is quite poor. Um, I'm watching, and the good players, it's not their fault. It's just the, the way that they, the fixture is scheduled. And I, I think this has got the risk of being a nil-nil. I hope it's 2-2. Two, two. Um, but it has got the risk of being quite a, a dull game. Yeah, um, I think Newcastle will be will be will be, will be happy for a point. So, I, yeah, yeah, I think I'm saying one Um Yeah, both, both could be pretty tired. On to Wolves versus Aston Villa. Um, two o'clock kickoff at Molyneux. Wolves, who did get something from that Man City game. What a win. I, I, I yeah. suggested the man. You laughed at me last week when I thought they could um, put up a good performance. Um, this is the Wolves team. I've been lauding them. Not lauding, but I've been praising them. I said this team is is potentially very good. I know you you believe me a little bit, Craig, but not to this extent. I think Gary no. suits this team brilliantly. To this extent, Graham, what, what, the, the, the one what? Two games all season. They've just beaten Man City and it was a deserved victory, Craig. They've won two games all season, Grim. Yeah, but okay, that's fine. Man beating Man City two one isn't isn't better than beating Everton. Okay, fair enough. Um Villa coming to town, good game this one. Mm, Pedro Neto on good form, two all draw. 
Pedro Neto is well will be the best player on the pitch. And I wouldn't be surprised if Aston Villa didn't try and sign him in January. Um, Aston Villa are just better than Wolves in every department and they've got an elite manager, an elite, elite level manager. Wolves won Aston Villa three as Villa's fine form will continue. Um, yeah, best part of it, so Diaby, two very good wingers on the Shout out to Villa getting that, that 90th minute winner in the Europa Conference League. I thought the game finished nil-nil, Graham. They actually won 1-0. Yeah, it was um, good for them in Europe, um, and um, obviously very good for um, Ollie Watkins. Um, I did, Joe. We did promise we'd talk about the England squad, Craig. Actually, because um, we did the and we should have done it when we were talking West Ham there, because James Ward Prowse was 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 a glaring yeah. omission, really. You know, I I I I like Prowse not as much as you do. I'm a Craig, huge obviously. fan. Huge um, fan. I think it was a major shock for him not to be in there. Me too. I just, I just. Um, I don't get. I just don't get some because some of guys' decisions. You know how how we can pick. I know of different positions, but how can you suddenly pick Eddie and Ketia, um with his performances recently? Then being being bang average, but to not pick James White, which I'm surprised that Craig. Again, you've just you you have issues, Graham. You have let's be let's. I don't. I don't. You have issues against players. You do. Yeah, you have it against. You have it against Bruno, and you have it against Eddie and Ketia. He's not good enough to play for England. Simple as that. That's my, I've got a problem with him as a why, person. Why isn't he? Because he's not. Why, his why record's abysmal. That's why. He's it's, not a good goal scorer. He's got 19 goals in his career. That's why he shouldn't be playing for England. On to James Ward-Prowse. You look at his goals to game, Richie, and come back to me. Yeah, go on. He's 19 James Ward-Prowse. There you go. James Ward-Prowse, why is he not in? Because he doesn't why play. Do you, so, so you, you can't. You can't you, so in, in one breath, you, you're saying, why is Eddie and Ketty in? And we're, we're, they play completely different positions. So who should he be in ahead of? Who? What Prowse? Yeah, I don't. I, I'm I, to me, Craig. I, I I can you know I'm not James Ward's biggest fan. I can see. I, I can see. Yeah, I know exactly. That's why I'm asking you. So so I'm I'm not banging down the door for him to be in. To be pers- to be brutally honest, but um, though obviously he was declaring a mission to a lot of people. Um, I, I listen, I'd, I'd have him in now ahead of Jordan Henderson. Right. Okay. So so I think I think Henderson's yeah. time is done. In an England shirt, um, he, he's he's made a, a move to to Saudi Arabia. Um, good luck to him, and good luck to him. But his 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 game time was becoming limited at Liverpool because they were needing to revamp their their midfield. So, yep, I would have had him in uh, way ahead of Joe. I think he offers more than Jordan Henderson on the ball. Uh, I think he can work just as hard as Jordan Henderson. He doesn't have the same level of leadership um, or experience that Henderson does, although he's captain of, of his of his club for, what, 10 years. So he, he is he is a leader of sorts, a different kind of leader. Um, but yeah, I, I would have had it. I would have had him in ahead of Jordan Henderson. Yeah, I, I, I can say that, I think, um, and, and I can understand why. Um... Or maybe Jack Grealish, Grim. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I, what I find interesting though, um, Chris, is that we we know that Ward Prowse is a player who Southgate has picked before. Yeah. So it's not a case of um, um, we've seen like say maybe, maybe say if a Max Kilman doesn't get it because he hasn't picked him before, but Ward Prowse is someone that Gareth's picked before. So that that did surprise me a little bit. Given, have you given seen? Used him before. Yeah. Have you seen what England do now when they announce the squad? Uh, they do they do it by position. Have you seen yeah. that? They've changed yeah, I, that. Yeah, I did. I did. And, and did you see some of the pos- positions that England yeah. are giving players? Yeah. So the, I, the, I found it strange. Yeah. So that, that's what that's what point was going to yeah. be. So the, 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 they're saying that 
Trent Alexander-Arnold is called up as a midfield player, not as a defender, right? Um, and then forwards, so they say that Foden and Grealish and Madison are forwards rather than midfield players. And I'm like, no, Harry, Harry Kane's a forward. Yeah, Saka's a forward. Rashford's a forward. Enketi's a forward. Watkins a forward. But I, 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 look, I look at Madison and Foden and Grealish and say that they're midfield players rather than forwards. Um, but anyway, Jack, good to see Jared Boyne back. Uh, Ollie Watkins on a man on on form. So yeah, we, we know that Harry Kane's the main man, don't we? So let's uh, let's see. Yeah, it's um it's it's interesting, isn't it? Um, we'll see if come January will we have even Tony back? Will we have Tammy Abraham back? Yeah. There could be some, and Callum Wilson will he still be in, in the mix? Presumably, no. he's injured at the minute though. Um, onto the Super Sunday game, which does live up to its billing this time. Yes, it does. Last last week didn't, but they're back with a bang this week with Arsenal versus Manchester City. Um, it's fascinating to say this, Craig. This they currently sit first and third, um, in the league, City and Arsenal. And and when and as you've always said in the show today, City are not firing all cylinders. No, they're not. And, and I don't and I don't think Arsenal are either, Craig. But I think no. that's that's I think Arsenal it tells us where they've how far they've come from that Arsenal aren't really um hitting their stride yet. And they're still only a point off City and point off the top of the table. So this is a fascinating game in a lot of ways. Arsenal though were really poor in midweek to Lons. What what yeah. do you make of Vateta's handling of Bikayo Saka? Who oh, was, Graham. Who, who, who yeah. was limp, limp we'll explain to listeners, Craig. He was limping against Bournemouth, but he then, was. then started Rest against Lons in midweek. Just before, rest him. Don't even take him. Don't even do not even take him to France. Your most important game of the season is this weekend. Sorry, your most important game of the season so far is this weekend. Do not even take him to France. Do not risk your star player. We talk. I said it earlier, Graham. We talk about players, Lord. So my understanding is that Bakayi Saka has played. Uh, sorry, Saka has played more games than any other Arsenal player and played more minutes than any other Arsenal player. In the past two seasons, and and what is he? Is he now twenty two? Is he still twenty one? Um, whatever he's he's still well. He's got a lot of miles on the clock for student player, and he he needs that time out. And because we've had tournaments, World Cups, and European Champions, he's not had a rest. The guy's not had a rest in what two two years. And I, I Graham, I, I, I he, he probably is now my favorite England player. When I watch England, I, I love watching Saka. Um, I just think he's sensational. I think he, he, he he's he's our version of Kylian Mbappe. That's that he's like he's a superstar potential. Um, yeah, I I think he needed a rest, Graham, and and I don't think he'll be playing this weekend, which is a massive massive blow for for Arsenal. Yeah, um, and and so onto the game, Craig. Um, he's not going to play. Um... Do you think that what what's your go on, give us your prediction? What do you, does Sacco not playing have a huge bearing on this? Um, look in the in the Premier League, Arsenal are unbeaten, right? But they've dropped points at home against Fulham and against Tottenham, and they've conceded two goals in both of those games. City are better than both Fulham and Tottenham. Although City, and I've said this to anyone that will listen, uh, are not firing on all cylinders. They look very pedestrian in midfield. Uh, they'll be desperate to get uh, Bernardo Silva back out there, and obviously Kevin De Bruyne back when he's uh, he's fit. Um, I, I didn't understand 
the signing of Nunes and Kovacic, they're very, very, very similar. Nearly gets goals, nearly gets assists. Um, I, I think clubs are working out how to how to stop Rodri from com- com- contributing goals by just blocking him off, stopping him. Uh, Doku will take time to adapt, but he he looks a a real talent. He's, he's an individual. He's not. He doesn't is appear to be a Rodri team player. Suspe- is he still suspended, Rodri? Um, I think he is. I think yeah. he is. Yeah. So, um, so, so yeah, I, I'm going to suggest this is going to be a good game. Arsenal two, Manchester City two. It's an interesting one. I think I did hear some Arsenal um, commentators suggest that um, it could be a midfield of Party, Odegaard, and Rice. Yeah. If it is that midfield, I think that Arsenal. I don't think I don't think they'll lose. Um, I'm going to say one all draw. Play out as a one all draw this one. I don't think either. Um, I think both might. I don't. I think Arsenal would need. Would, I think City. If Arsenal going to beat City, it might be this weekend. But I'll, I'll say, I'll say a one all draw. I'm saying two two agreement. If if yeah. anyone wins, it'll be Arsenal. Yeah. On to um championship, we have a. Big game on Friday night, Craig. Big game. Yeah. Midlands, Derby, yeah. Birmingham taking on West Bromwich Albion. Birmingham not in a great run of form. Um, pressure is mounting a bit on John Eustace, Craig. There's a lot of uh, voices linking uh, Wayne Rooney, etc., with this job. They got the win last weekend, but yeah, unfortunately for John Eustace, and when new owners come in, Craig, it seems like a matter of when they're replacing rather than if. But unfortunately for him, he has done a good job. The stewardship there has been excellent, but um, currently sitting in 12 probably isn't good enough for the new owners. West Brom, Craig, sitting in fifth. Uh, had an excellent win um, over Preston, followed that up with a win over Sheffield. Starting to get the, themselves going now, West Brom. Um, um, interesting game, this one. I think it'll be, I think it'll be goals. Um, Two-all draw. Ooh, I'm, I'm not sure there'll be lots of goals. Birmingham don't score lots. Um, I think there's just a derby under the lights at St Andrews. I think it'll, it'll get going. Yeah, I think the atmosphere will be electric. It'll be a, a, a a really amazing atmosphere um in the in the game. Um I think it'll be a draw. I I, I think Birmingham won, West Brom won. Um West Brom in a, in a in a good run of form haven't lost have they since the the defeat, the home a home defeat to Huddersfield. So they are in a good run of form. Um Birmingham not so much. One all draw Grim. On to the Saturday games, and we have the biggest game in England in this weekend, Craig. Um, 12 30 kick off on Weir side. We have the Northeast Derby, a Sunderland yep. entertain Middlesbrough. Sunderland, who've um, who beat Middlesbrough last season at the stadium, like quite convincingly, and that was when Middlesbrough were banging form. Uh, Middlesbrough have found some form, Craig. Um, they've now won three league games in a row. Yeah, um, so if you bounce back, they are starting to. As we spoke off pod a little bit, Craig, um, it's no coincidence that there's a few less square pegs in round holes, more round pegs in round holes for Middlesbrough. Yeah, it's no coincidence that I started seeing a few results off the back of that. Um, interested Sam Greenwood, obviously, after we wanted him to start, Craig, he's starting now. Josh Corburn, Riley McGree, you banged the drum about as well. And hey, um, we're quite good at picking these teams, Craig, because now this happening, they are playing well. Sunderland playing really well, Craig. Tony Mowbray against his former club, he loves these derby games. Um, Watford, uh, Sunderland on a good run of form, second best in the league. Oh, tough, tough, tough ask for Middlesbrough here, Craig. Um, 
but they are defending much better at the minute, Craig. I'll go yeah. than that. Um, I think if anyone's going to win, right, let's be realistic, it will be Sunderland if anyone's going to win, but I'm going to say a one or draw. Yeah, I'm going to the game at the weekend. I was at, um, I was at the games in midweek, so I watched Middlesbrough and Sunderland. Um, high performances by both, I would suggest, Graham. Um, and, and both won, both won two nil uh, in in the respective games against Watford and Cardiff. Uh, I think left backs a huge problem for Middlesbrough, a huge problem. Uh, obviously, I think O'Brien's out injured, isn't he? he? He's a midfield player who did a brilliant job um, against Southampton, and then until he went off injured against Watford, he was very good. Also, uh, that's a that's a blow for 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 Middlesbrough. Um, Riley McGree, I think. Is up there with the best midfield players in the league, and he, he will be a threat. Um, it just had he adds goals, doesn't he? He, had, he, goals. Listen, he, he, he adds goals. goals. He adds goals. Energy travels with the ball. Um, mm. He's an infectious character. He can set the tone. He can tackle. He can run. He can shoot. He can cross. He can do everything you want from a midfield player. So I really, really, really rate him. Um, Jack Clark at Sunderland is on electric form. Mm. Uh, Patrick Roberts playing against Middles, one of his former clubs that was on loan, will want to do well. Um, Obviously, they got they got the boy Bar who looks a talented, a talented, a little bit erratic, but talented. Graham, um, but for boy, you know, Josh Corbin going back to his former club will want to get one over them, as will Sam Greenwood. Um, I think there will be goals. Um, I think Sunderland will nick it two one. Sunderland two, Middlesbrough one. On to Cardiff versus Watford at three o'clock. Cardiff oh. playing really, really well, and, and Watford, New Deal for. Um... Well, an issue, which I did suggest you did week. You did, I, I, you I, I, that, and I did. I knew I wasn't making it up. That's done. I, I can't get my head around that, Graham. Yeah, it's a strange one because you get a new deal off the back of three defeats in a row there, Craig, which um, is an interesting. Um, hey, Hen, fair play. If Watford are going down that route of backing the managers, who are we to complain, Craig? You know, it's well, nice it'll be, it'll be first, Graham. It'll yeah, be it's first. A welcome, it's a welcome change at Watford, isn't it? It's a, it's a strange way for them to go after having um, normally a point manager every nine months. And to be fair, it does work for them normally. Um, because Kyle Samba lost to Mills last time out, um, put up a decent showing, to be fair to them. They're, they're a very solid unit. What Very solid. Now. Listen, do you know what, Graham, right? So I, I watch both these teams. Yeah, but Greek, the Greek boys look look nice for Cardiff, don't they? Yeah, they do. Um, Graham, I, the, so, so just to be coming on Watford very briefly, Watford have got really an individual talent, right? No doubt about it. They've got so much ability in that squad. Um, but... They've brought a manager in that's an out-of-possession, counter-attack, defensive manager, right? That doesn't necessarily suit those players that they've got in the squad. Now, Cardiff have brought a manager in who's very similar, but they do have the players that yeah. suit that defensive, counter-attacking um, kind of kind of play, uh, set pieces. This game will not be a classic because both teams will sit in. Um, and I think that Watford have got the better individuals so they'll have more of a go, I would suggest. They'll probably have 60% possession in this game um, because Cardiff will just allow them to do that. Um, nil, nil. Nil, nil this game, Graham. Uh, I'm going Cardiff. I think Cardiff, um, the, form to, the form, the league table doesn't lie, as we know, Craig. Cardiff in yep. Watford in 21st, are they? Yep. So, hey, on that, um, going for Cardiff to Watford now. 
Yeah. On to Coventry versus Norwich. Um, well, in stark contrast this game to the previous game, Craig. Two two good footballing teams here going at it. Norwich they've had some bad results recently, Craig. You know that yeah. that loss to Swansea last time out was was really strange. Yeah. Um, they're just not hitting the form at the minute, which is uh, they've gone off the ball completely. Um, Coventry, you know they they're starting to um hit their stride now. Two good wins in a row. At home to Norwich, Coventry will want to win this game. If anyone's going to win it, it will be Coventry. I'll I'll say two one Coventry. Wouldn't surprise me if it was draw, but I'll say two one Coventry. Yeah, look, the Norwich have lost the last three away games: two one at Rotherham, six two at Plymouth, which I think you predicted a win, uh, and two one away at Swansea. So they're not obviously travel. They're not travelling very well. Uh, and of course, they they conceded four goals in that fascinating four all draw with Southampton. Um, Coventry with a lot of players out in I expect to see the best of Coventry um, probably November, December when they get the the injured players back and they've got a fully fit squad to pick from. Um, I think it might be a draw, one all. Um, but again, had you right, um, came off the bench and scored. Wonder if he'll start. Mm, if he does, 2-1, two, 2-1 one, two, one to Coventry. Had you right on the score sheet. Ipswich Preston, second versus third, oh, Craig. But two yeah. teams in very different form here. Preston, yeah. who uh, form has dropped off a cliff a little bit, last, yeah. lost the last two games. Ipswich and Akira McKenna look a fabulous team. Yeah. Um, have you know it's all good recruitment. Um, and good recruitment starts with off field, and Kieran McKenna, um, is look fabulous really. Yeah. Um, I like Ipswich at home. Very, very, it's a very tough place to go. Ipswich, it really is. Um, and Preston gonna get nothing here, Craig. Three defeats in a row for Preston with an Ipswich two 0 win. Yeah, do you know what, Graham? Um, Ipswich is just miles better than Preston. Miles better. They play better football. They're better coach. They've got better players. Ipswich 3, Preston 0. Leeds versus Bristol City. See, Bristol City, I know you like Bristol City a bit more than me, Craig. Bristol City beat the teams they should beat and they lose to the teams they should lose to. Yeah. Makes predicting Bristol City, I think, quite easy this season. Therefore, they're going to go to Leeds. Leeds should beat Bristol City and they will beat Bristol City 2-0. Yeah, I think Bristol City are going to go on frustrate Leeds and get a draw. Um, I, I, I've not been, I've said this to you, I've not been overly impressed with Leeds. I, I think they've won the games that they should have won too, Graham. Um, Leeds won, Bristol City won. Interesting. I, I, I quite like the, I think Leeds is something in there. I think they've got the ability, you know, like... They've got unbelievable squad. I, th- I think at home, I think I think they need to unleash them a little bit more, but I, I, I think they will. I think they'll... Um, Come good. I think they've recovered actually quite well, Craig. Really, so they are what the sixth now. They've only lost two games. I think they've recovered quite well to be honest, Leeds. Um, Leicester City, Craig. Oh, look, aren't we geniuses, Craig? We predicted Leicester would win the league. Uh, that's, that makes us clever than most, doesn't it? It doesn't really because it was no. easy, easy pick. But um, the hosting Stoke, Stoke, a strange team. Bit remind me a bit of Bristol City, Craig, as well. You know, um, Stoke and and actually beat Bristol City um, the other week. Um, there's performances in there for Stoke. I think they are playing okay. Um, I think the league table is not lying. It's not um, great. Not lying. It's fibbing a little bit. I think it's not slightly better. I think it's slightly it's not, better than it's that. Not it's not They're not going down. They'll finish mid table. Um, but 
Hey, there's not there's over talk about this game. Leicester are beating Stoke, it's gonna be three one. Yeah, four four one to Leicester as they'll bop Stoke, absolutely bop Stoke. Uh they're just far superior. And, and Leicester will destroy lots of teams at home this season. I, I think we'll see lots of fours, fives, and a few sixes, maybe even a seven. I think they will get lots and lots of goals as the season goes on. Um yeah, um, it's it's it, Leicester, Leicester. It's a matter of I can almost give him my promotion guarantee at this point, Craig. I'm quite tempted. Um, Millwall versus Hull City. Hull City. Um, I do love watching Hull. They're a good team. Lost yeah. him since last time out. That that hurt Liam Liam Rosenia. Millwall. It's not. I don't rate Millwall as a team, but they got that win again at Plymouth, which came from nowhere, really. Um, it was a strange. Um, I don't think many people saw saw that come in. You know, Millwall looking, you know, they had, they had three shots on target, Craig, and scored two of them, which I think probably effective. Know, <laughs> yeah, not to say the least. Um, I think they're a mid-table team, Millwall. Um, I think Hull, Hull are a better team. I think they might cause a shock here. I'm going to go Millwall one, Hull two. But I think they they might just win out. I think Hull are a miles better team than Millwall, Graham. Um, but Millwall's a tough nut to crack. Um, I think it's got score draw written all over it. Millwall won, Hull won. Um, but I do think Hull are a miles better footballing team than, than Millwall. Yeah, they are. Um, it, 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 it's, a re- it's, it's a really strange one. Um, but but I, Millwall, yeah, I just don't, don't rate it. But yeah. This, this next one could be one of the best games in the in the championship yeah. this weekend. Plymouth hosting Swansea City. Yeah. Um, Plymouth, you know, one obviously team I really like. I think they've done fantastic. Well, you know, they've let, they've let some points drop, which they shouldn't have, including that um, that loss to Millwall. You know, they, they beat Norwich and the draw with Hull, and then they lose to Millwall. It's just, I guess, that's the championship all over, isn't it, Craig? That it's really yeah. unpredictable in the way things can work. Mike Duff's got things going at Swansea, Craig. Um, beating Chef Wed, beating Millwall, yeah, they should do that. But then they followed that up with the beating Norwich as well. Two good footballing teams, but I think Plymouth get back to winning ways here. You know, Ballymumber, Morgan Whitaker, Ryan Hardy in good form at the moment. I think Plymouth edge Swansea 3 2. Yo, Graham, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. I was loads of goals, entertaining game, two open teams. Plymouth will go right, so I'm going to change it. Plymouth 4, Swansea 2. So I was going to go 3 2, but I'm going different to you. Um, and the next game won't be entertaining. It won't have a lot of goals, Craig. It will. It and will. I won't want to watch it because it, it's going it to keep be... you at nil. Blackburn two. This will be an entertaining game. Um, Blackburn are a really good footballing team, but they can't put the ball in the back of the net, Graham, and they're, they're conceding goals. QPR will be desperate, desperate, desperate to get a result here. Uh, QPR one, Blackburn Rovers two. Last time I said that about Blackburn, you said they don't score goals. I predicted goals at Ipswich, and they did lose, but they scored three goals. Yeah. Oh, okay. Chef Wed, um, unfortunately, um, you know, the pie company this week. Um, oh, man. With, with Cisco. Um, Cisco. Cisco this week. Yeah. It, you know, hey, we, we saw it come in from. Yeah, I feel for Cisco. He should never have taken yeah, the job. He yeah. should never have taken that job. Yeah, and it's a problem. Well, as we spoke on podcast as well. It's one of those clubs who are like, um, um, um. It, it's like the um, revolving door constantly. No, it's like the jobs at Leeds and Sunderland and even the Middlesbrough to a certain extent. There's some clubs who everyone thinks they can turn around. Everyone thinks they can do a good job. So you can see why it's at the Sheffield Wednesday job. One, one, if not the biggest team in this division, Sheffield Wednesday. I have no doubt about saying that. For me, they probably are the biggest club in the division as we stand. 
Um, but it's just not going right. And since Darren Miller left, hosting Huddersfield. Oh, Darren Miller, Darren Miller, Darren Miller coming back. Oh, brilliant! Yes, isn't it? That's a cracking line. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. new Huddersfield manager. Yeah, I think he's gonna he's gonna torment that Chef Wednesday owner. If it, if if Huddersfield yeah. win any game, it's this one. It is. Chef Wednesday won. Um, Wednesday won. Huddersfield two. Did did you, did you follow the the game last weekend, the Sunderland game, Graham, the Friday evening game? The um, the Sheffield Wednesday fans turned on their team within fifteen minutes. Um, and give them absolutely no chance. Now, I expect Darren Moore to get an unbelievable, unbelievable reception from the, the Shiver Wednesday fans um, at the weekend. Did, did you read the statement from the owner before that game on Friday? Bit, a little bit. He's basically saying, you boo me, you, you criticise me, so from now on I'm not putting any more money in. And I was just like, wow, what a statement that is. It was, it, it, it was like, when you're at school, Graham. And and uh, you're playing with your mate, and your mate does something. You're like, right, you're, you give your sweets out. You go, you're not getting one. I'm not your friend anymore. Or you're, you're picking your football team. You go, no, I'm, you're not playing today. You're not. You're not. I've got the ball. You're not playing. It was like that. I've got. I'm. I've got a ball. I'm taking it home. That's what that statement reeked of. And oh yeah, yeah. I, I just thought it was really poor. The timing in particular on a game day, a really important game against Sunderland. To give Sunderland the the the, the edge now. Darren Moore will, will have the easiest team talk he's had all season here. It'll be, these are in disarray. Uh, we need three points. We're in, a, we're in a battle. Let's go and win. And they will win. Shiver Wednesday, one. Huddersfield, two. On to Southampton hosting a Rotherham. Southampton starting to get his things around. Yeah. So Russell Martin, his interview after, I think it was one of these wins. I think it might have been after the Leeds win anyway. He was talking about how it takes time for his players to adapt. In. And and he, he's, he's right, you know, he's, his system is very different to how Southampton used to play. Uh, and we saw it once last year, didn't we, Craig? We said that yeah. they, they took a long time to get going last season with new players against this Rotherham team. Um. They're going to blow Rotherham away here. Yeah. Southampton three, Rotherham nil. Yeah. Um, Southampton. Some of the players, some of the players, you forget, like likes of Carlos Alcaraz. And yeah, I said that to you last uh, week. I said that to you last week. It's, it's amazing. They've got so many Premier League players. It's unreal. Yeah, small born Alcaraz. They, they, some Bednarak. Bednarak's, you know, he's sensational defender at this level. Um, and then, of course, we 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 mentioned this in when we did our previews. If they start the season with Adam Armstrong and Che Adams, they'll score plenty of goals at this level. Uh, and they will this weekend, 4-0. On to League One, Craig. And we do have another game. Oxford, Bristol Rovers. Not sure why it's kicking off early. Are you aware of why it's kicking off early, Craig? Probably uh, Joey Barton requested it. I, I don't know, mate. Oh look, he's off. He's Craig's definitely off. He's definitely off the, Ju- the Joey Barton bandwagon. Good, good to have you with the rest of us, Craig. He's off that Joey Barton. Um, bandwagon. Um, Oxford to the flying Craig, aren't they? Yeah, flying. Good win at Stevenage, which I predicted. Followed that up with a win at Shrewsbury. Yeah, I saw flying. the highlights. They're playing some lovely stuff on Liam Manning. He's a very good manager, isn't he, Craig? He should. To be fair, he did show a glimpse of that at MK Dons. They played some wonderful stuff at times, didn't they? Um, so yeah, they're hosting Bristol Rovers, who you know lost at Peterborough, as predicted, then the beat Port Vale up and down. They are, you know, in twelfth place, which they should be doing better than that. They, 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 they've got a bigger budget than that, haven't they, Craig? But um, going to Oxford, they're going to get absolutely nothing from the use here. Oxford two, Bristol Rovers now. Oxford United five, Bristol Rovers two. 
in a, in a goal. Well, he's well and truly off the bat and bad and back I, I, in his career. I, he's well and truly off the Yeah, I, I just think Oxford scores so many goals and, and yeah. they're going to blow them. Brannigan's starting to play. He's not, not made better players in the division than Cameron they're, they're, I, think, I, think, I think they'll blow them away, Graham. I just, I just think they'll blow them away. On to Bolton entertaining Carlisle United. Bolton in, Bolton in third. You know, oh. I do think, Craig, the top three in this division... Could fly away. They are, they are three of the biggest teams here. You know, we yeah. bare enough hands up. Neither of us. We didn't have Oxford going up automatically. No, no. We did have Portsmouth and Bolton in there. Um, but Oxford, to be fair, we overlooked Oxford, not knowing what the new manager was. And they did have his players there. We knew that anyway. But Bolton are capable. They bounced back from a bad defeat to Reading, Craig. They yeah. Port, went to Port Vale. It was a brilliant win at Port Vale, by the way. Yeah. A brilliant win at Port Vale. They got the better of... Um, Stevenage in midweek. Um, very strong performance support and entertain the Carlisle team who, who are doing what they can, Greg. You know, they haven't got the biggest budget. It's a tough league for them, but they're not gonna get they're gonna get nothing from a relatively short trip to Bolton. Um three one Bolton. Bolton four Carlisle nil. Uh, easiest home win they'll have all season. Oh, it's mighty harsh. I haven't played Charlton yet, have they? <laughs> um <Charlton> taking on <laughs> black Charlton taking on Blackpool at the valley. Charlton, hey, you know, uh, we 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 didn't question it, but we we I'd say we certainly raised our eyebrows, Craig, at Michael Appleton coming in. But hey, um, that the new major knee reaction does work at some teams, and it's worked at Charlton. They had some great wins. They beat Exeter four one, beat Wickham three one. So fair play to Michael Appleton. He's turned it, turned them around. Um, not not much danger of them going down now. Blackpool, who um had a brilliant win over Barnsley, but then lost in midweek to Derby. But there is. Chris, Neil Christian again is getting his ideas over Blackpool are a much better team than, than now from, from the start of the season Craig they are much yeah. better um, I think it's going to be a one or I think Blackpool could win but I'm going to say one or draw um, Charlton nil Blackpool won I think Blackpool will go and snatch a win here Um. Cheltenham, oh dear. So, um, see, they've appointed Dow Clark. Dow Clark, congratulations to him. He's gone in there. He's going to make Cheltenham a lot harder to play against, Greg. He's going to make him harder to beat, but they still haven't scored yet, Greg. No, I, but I, Derby are one of the underachievers in this. There's no, well, they are the biggest underachievers in this division, Greg, by an absolute country mile. Um, but next to midweek win over, um, Blackpool, Craig, to be fair to them. Um, but then the Duke Cambridge. Oh, can Cheltenham score a goal, Craig? That's the question. I think Daryl Clark, Cheltenham will score, Craig, in a 2-1 defeat. I'm going to give Derby the benefit Ooh. of that. Cheltenham won, Derby 2. Come on, Cheltenham. Cheltenham. We, we, Chelt- we, need him, we need him to score, Craig. We need him to score. Cheltenham nil, Derby 3. Oh, it's such a grouch. Exeter versus Burnley. Barnsley, sorry, Barnsley. Travelling to St. James Park. Exeter dropped off a little bit. They had a wonderful start of the season, Craig, yeah. but you know, they weren't going to keep it up all season. No. But three defeats in the la- in a row, um, four defeats in the last five. They need to arrest this yeah. Exeter. It needs to come at home. Yeah. They don't really want to be playing a Barnsley team who a brilliant wreck. Do you know what I love about this Barnsley team under Neil Collins, Craig, is they are losing the odd game, but the reaction they're yeah. having, losing to Portville, go and win at Northampton. Losing to Blackpool, beat Cambridge. And yeah. Cambridge are a good team this year. Yes. Beating Cambridge 4 yeah. 0 is a fantastic result. Barnsley, will, I think they'll get something extra. Can they win? Do I trust Barnsley to get? I'm going to say one all draw, Craig. But if anyone wins, it'll be Barnsley. 
Yeah, Exeter one, Barnsley one. I agree with you. Fleetwood Wickham. Wickham, Matt Bloomfield's doing a cracking job there, Craig. He's not getting the credit he deserves, I don't think. Um, tough loss to Port Vale. Portsmouth in midweek because good team, Portsmouth. Is that 19th minute winner? Yeah. See, Portsmouth now, Craig, you know, they were letting in late goals all the time and, and they went behind in midweek. 19th minute winner. You know, that tells us everything we need to know about Portsmouth. But I like the way Wickham are playing, Craig. Um, I'm going to Fleetwood. Lee Johnson hasn't quite got things. Oh, he has. I do apologise. I was looking at that Burton one, but then they've won the last two games, so yeah. he's having that effect as well. Although beating Cheltenham, yeah, come on, everyone does that. Um, yeah. I don't think Fleetwood will lose this. I want to say Fleetwood two, Wickham one. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go Fleetwood win. Uh, Fleetwood one, Wickham one. Graham, I think they'll cancel each other out. Leighton Orient, Reading, obviously horrific scenes at Leighton oh. Orient in midweek. Um, yeah. yeah. With, with, with that. Um, a man dying at the game, so I'll pass <sighs> out to his family. Yeah. Um, obviously, Leighton Orient, I imagine there'll be armbands and masks of respect at the game this weekend as they host Reading. Reading still trying to sort the off field stuff out, Craig. You have to feel for them, but you know, the dismal lost Northampton after a good draw with Burton. I think Leighton Orient will be playing for, um, we'll have that, the guy who died in the mines, and I think that'll inspire them to win. Leighton Orient 2, Reading 1. Yeah, uh, obviously, uh, our our thoughts with the family of the the, the gentleman that sadly passed away at the game. Um, you know, it's I I I know death sometimes is part of life, Graham. Uh, uh, particularly as people get get older. Um, but trust me, you expect to see or witness at, at a game of football or a sporting event. Um, so our our condolences, our heartfelt condolences go to him. Um, onto the game. I think Reading are in all kinds of trouble. And I think Orient will be up for this. Um, I agree with you. They'll they'll want to do it for the fan and his family. Leighton Orient, two, Reading one. Peterborough United hosting Lincoln City at London Road. Lincoln on a good run of form, Craig. Um, got back to winning ways with Cheltenham, having uh, had that narrow loss to Portsmouth. Obviously, um, <laughs> interesting. Regan Poole getting on the score. On the score yeah. it, it was always going to happen, wasn't it? In that game, Lincoln tough, played... tough, tough set of fixtures they've had, Graham. Yeah, Lincoln. You're a huge fan to them, Craig. They're playing really well. Two games in hand as well. So Lincoln. Yeah. If Lincoln win those games in hand, Craig, they're like top three, top four. Yeah. Um, against the Peterborough team, who I'm, I'm not huge fans of Peterborough this season, Craig. You know, I think they're. They should be doing better. I just think they're treading water, Peterborough. Um, they had that disappointing draw with Carlisle United. You know, um, you know, I think Peter. I think people think they're better than they are. Um, Lincoln get a draw here at the very least, Craig. Peterborough won. Lincoln won. Yeah, I, I, I think because of how the board, you know, Lincoln are, are a defense uh, orientated team, out possession team. Peterborough very much a gung ho team. Because of that, I think that plays into Lincoln's hands a little bit. Um, Peterborough won. Lincoln won. Yeah, Lincoln. Uh, Lincoln tells a lot about Peterborough. Scene. Lincoln got a better goal difference than Lincoln. Yeah, who'd, who'd have thought that? Uh, Ports have taken on Port Vale. Pompey, wow, still unbeaten. Craig, hats yeah. off to Messina. Hats off to, as we said, we said we highlighted this before. Craig, when these clubs appoint managers midway through the season, yeah, helps. Get, they can get their ideas across before pre-season. It really does, and he's obviously a very good manager, Craig. Um, and he was lured from from Oxford. who were in second, Craig. So fascinating, isn't it, Oxford? Yeah. Um, must be look. Also, must be looking there, saying, "Oh, we might have missed out," but they're doing well themselves. So, against the Portville team, who are doing well, Craig, they're still up there. But Portsmouth, 
you know, they remind me of Leighton Orient a little bit last year, Craig. And yeah. they're not they're not going to batter teams every week, but they're going to just get results every week. Um, Portsmouth two, Portville nil. Um, Portsmouth three, Portville nil. I think we should have far, far, far too much of them. Uh, Shrewsbury entertaining Northampton at the New Meadows. Shrewsbury, you know, again, I think the league table's lying a little bit. I think they are better than some of the results have suggested. I think they're still a half-decent team there. against Northampton team who, they're playing, they've got some, you know, we forget, you know, um, Sam Hoskins is there. He was like, what, nearly 30 goals or something last season. He's a hugely talented player. Mitchell Pinnock's still there as well. Louis Apiri. Yeah. Northampton have got some good forwards, Craig. They really have going forward. Northampton are a threat. I think they get something out of this game. Should be one Northampton one. Um, sure, you need to get a win, surely, Graham. To and and that win will, um, no, it won't take them both Northampton because of the goal difference. It'll take them level on point. They're going to win this. Uh, Shrewsbury one Northampton nil. Stevenage taking on Wigan. Wigan still still in the bottom. Um. Um, four, just yeah. an eight-point goal difference. It would be just above Northampton, actually. So they wouldn't be halfway up the table by any stretch of the imagination. Um, not going their way at the minute, Craig. You know, they've been 2-1, lost to Pompey, um, having taken the lead. That was a bitter pill to swallow. Yeah. Again, taking the lead in midweek at Burton. So they've got to be a bit more, you know, they've got to be a bit more about them. They do the hard work of taking lead, Craig, and then they're letting these leads slip. It's just, it, it's poor. Um, the one all at Bristol Rovers and let that slip. Um, but against a Stevenage team who are going to bully them, they're going to be tough to beat. Stevenage lost, lost two. Oh, I think the best we can hope for here is a draw, but I don't think they're going to. Oh, Charlie Wake still will still be suspended here. Um, two one Stevenage. Yeah, I think Stevenage. I think I think it's going to be two contrasting styles, isn't it? Wigan are going to try and pass and move, and Stevenage will be physical and direct and aggressive, and because of that, they're going to win the game um, against this young Wigan team. Stevenage two, Wigan nil. And we do have a Monday night game, Craig, in League One. Um, I'm, I, I do love it as well. Um, I'm not sure about the choice of game. I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, Burton, do, do you know what I mean? Of all the AFL games this weekend, Craig. Well, I put this one. On. Chosen, yeah. You know, yeah. it, it's it, it's just it's bizarre, isn't it? It, yeah. re- it really is a bizarre decision. Um, but anyway, let's get on to Burton at the ten in Cambridge United. Um. Burton, you know, they, they're getting there now, Craig. Four games undefeated, to be fair yeah. to them. They're, they're showing some good form. against the Cambridge team who on the day can beat anyone. They drew, they drew with um, Port Vale, and then they drawn with Derby, and then lose to Barnsley. So, to be fair to them, that's a tough one of games to Cambridge. They'll be hoping here to get something. I think Cambridge might win here, Craig. Burton won Cambridge too. Burton won Cambridge one. I don't think it'll be a classic, Graham. I'll, I've said that now. It'll probably be 4 all. Yes, I'm not sure. I'm not disrespect to either team. I'm not sure that's enough for me to get tuning in for that game, Craig. I must no. be honest. Um, on to League Two Saturday, three o'clock games all around here. We start off with Accrington hosting Forest Green Rovers. Accrington just you know starting to tread water a little bit in mid table, Craig. You know with yeah. their budget, I thought they'd be a bit more up there, but um, they won one in the last six. 
because the Forest Green Rovers team are an awful run of form, frankly. Yeah. Forest Road Green Rovers are not going to win this game. No, they're, they're not, not. going to get anything from it. 2-0 no, Accrington. Yeah, Accrington 2, Forest Green 1. Uh, I think Forest Green are in real danger of suffering back-to-back relegations. How, yeah. they, how they wish they must have backed Duncan Ferguson. It's it's not going well for them. Uh, matter of time, obviously, Troy Dean is player manager there, I think. Yes. Uh, Barrow versus Notts County. Interesting game, this one, Craig. Barrow in 10th. What a great job, Pete. Well, he did such a cracking job he's done yeah, there. He's Lost in midweek. Um, win over Doncaster before that. Um, against Notts County team, who are getting the results now, Craig. They are the class act of this division, aren't they? You know, the they lost that game to Colchester 5 4. Um, but then bounced back with a brilliant win over Swindon Town in midweek. Swindon was that Swindon's first defeat of the season? Yeah. Um yeah, they had a class act, Notts County Division Craig, and they're gonna it's a tough this is a, this will be a very tough game at Barrow. I'm gonna say two one Notts County. Wouldn't surprise me if Barrow get a draw, but I'm gonna say two one Notts County. Yeah, Barrow won Notts County three. I just think the goal threat that Notts County carry, that carry will see them through. I don't, don't I think perhaps helps for Notts County in this game, Craig, particularly. They've had that experience of non-league football, so going to a ground like Barrow will have yeah, no not going to face them at all. Where some teams, like maybe a Bradford or MK Dons, will go to Barrow yeah. and think, oh, what have we come to here? Yes. That won't face Notts County. No. Uh, the aforementioned Bradford City, managerless Bradford City, after yeah. parting company with Mark Hughes. Obviously, that has been on the cards, unfortunately, for Mark um, for a few weeks now. Uh, they've made the change, and it really needed to be changed because, you know, they still could make a run for the playoffs at this point in time, despite being 18th. They're hosting a Swindon team who, you know, they had that loss, uh, first loss of the season in North County, but they're full of goals. Jake Young won't be allowed to play in this game, nope. Craig. No, um, no chance. It'll be a blow to them. Um, I think on that, due to that, I think it might end one all. Um, Bradford won, Swindon won. Yeah, look, Kevin McDonald's got in temporary charge as player manager. Um, they will change their style of play. They will be more attacking. I expect them probably to go four three three. I don't. Would think you have a chance to get in the job full time, Craig? Or is it just an interim? I think, I think Graham, if he wins three games on the bounce, you know, and I know that's what happens in football. You get the job. Um, yep. uh, and and I think they will win here. Um, big cook up front. Uh, they'll they'll abandon the back three. They'll go back to a four. They'll probably go four three three or a four two three one. And Bradford will win this game two 0 Bradford City two Swindon nil. Yeah, do you know what? I, I will change the Bradford win as well. You, you you persuaded me with that argument. Uh, Colchester taking on the mighty Morecambe. Um, yeah. Col- Colchester with that, you know, I've I said this before. I think Ben Guy is a good manager. He's got a, he's got some good young players there. Sets him up. Um, all guns blazing, which is why you see win loss win loss are quite a bit with this team. Yeah. Um, they lost in midweek to Newport Markham. Um, proving a bit harder to beat now, Craig. Yes. They went they went to Accrington and got a good draw. Yeah, which isn't which it, that it's going to Accrington and getting a draw in this division is always a good thing, you know. Um, Mickey Mount didn't play. Oh, he did. He did play. Sorry, beg your pardon. He did play midweek. He's back now for Markham. Um, very good player. Got the win for the screen. Um, it's a long trip, isn't it, for Markham? I'm going to say one all draw. Yeah, I think a one all draw too. I think Markham are really difficult to beat. Typical Derek Adams team. Yeah. Uh, Colchester United one, Markham one. On to Crawley taking on Wrexham. Crawley, who are hitting. A really good run of form, Craig. Yeah. You know, they backed the manager, had some good players, lost to Doncaster in midweek, which is yeah. a strange turn of events against the Wrexham team, who 
As as I said to you, Craig, I'm not convinced by Wrexham in the slightest. And I predicted last week that Crew would get something at Wrexham, yeah. which they did. And yeah. they should have won that game, Craig. They really should have. There's a better team in that game. Um, but obviously, Wrexham got a last minute equaliser in a three-all draw, as 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 is, as is such. I, I think it was pleasing for Wrexham to get a draw in midweek um, at Mansfield, a good nil-nil draw for them. I think I think it shows that the I think they'll be buzzing with a nil nil grin. I think they'll be absolutely Rex- buzzing with a nil. A Wrexham team they had one shot on target in that game, Craig. Yeah, that's fair, that's which is un- unheard of for them. I don't think they get anything from Crawley here, Craig. I think Crawley are the better team. I think Crawley beat them two 0 Crawley two, Wrexham one. Um, Whoa, there yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah, Rex. Uh, yeah, so we say League Two doesn't lie. I think I think it's. You know, twenty three conceded by Wrexham, Craig. That's a, there's only Sutton conceded. There's Wrexham have conceded more than Forest Green Rovers. That's frightening. Yeah. Um. Onto Gillingham, Craig. Well, we saw Gillingham in eighth to drop down to eighth, and they've changed managers, Craig. Um. Neil Harris has gone this week. No, I, and I don't back any sacking, Craig. I don't. I don't like seeing any manager lose his job. You know, and Neil Harris. I think this is a strange one, but I can. Of all the sackings recently, Craig, I don't. We haven't spoke about this. I can see why Gillingham have done this. I think Gillingham think they probably are one of the best teams in this division, and they are better than eighth place. They've had a real struggle with results recently. Um, no, they, they did back Neil Harris in that they, they let him keep the job when the new owners came in, etc. Yeah. But they've had some poor results recently. I think Gillingham want automatic promotion. That's that's what this tells yeah, us. They this change. Yeah. They, this isn't a playoff team. They want automatic promotion. So. I can see why they've done it, Craig. I can. Nine goals scored is just not. We're talking about Wrexham conceding. Um, equal least in the division with Harrogate. Yeah, that's, that's an issue. Goal. To be yeah. fair, 19 points with nine goals scored is pretty impressive, Craig, to be fair. Yeah. Um, so you can see why they've done it, Craig. So, um, yeah, um, we, I imagine they're going to make a proper appointment here. I'm not that Harris isn't, you know, but I think they'll make someone who's more in line with the thinking of the owners. Hosting MK Don's team who haven't quite got going yet, Craig. It's no. up, and, up and down MK. Really disappointing loss to Harrogate and the better MK Don's are better than this. Um, yes. but I think I think Gillingham with new manager bounce. I think they, as you, I think they'll do similar to Bradford, Craig. I think they'll change the system a little bit and they'll come out two one winners. Yeah. The lack of goals has been an issue for them, Graham. Um mm-hmm. and, and because of that, I think MK Don's will grab a draw. Gillingham won, MK Don's won. Some big time teams hovering just outside those yeah. places. Gillingham, yeah. Wrexham, MK, Morecambe, Walsall, some big yeah. teams hovering just outside. Uh, Mansfield hosting AFC Wimbledon. See, this is a game that should have been on TV. Yeah, right? that would be a good game for TV. Mansfield um, showing great form. Um, and what I like about Mansfield, Craig, you know, these games against Wrexham, Gillingham last week. Last season, Mansfield would have lost them games. They really would have. Um, but they're not doing it now. Even Colchester, a few weeks ago, when Kyla Dunn scored at 90th minute equaliser, when they didn't deserve it. You know, these yeah. points are going to be crucial at the end of the season. These one pointers are going to be crucial. Against the Wimbledon team, Craig, who are in fine form, you know, um, a brilliant win at Harrogate in midweek. Because midweek going to Harrogate, it's a long trip for them. Ali Al Hamadi. We we said he bounced back to form, Craig, and he did. He didn't. He did his justice last week with a hat trick against Tranmere. This would be a great game. Um, this one, Craig, it really will. I think it'll end. Oh, can I see Mansfield? Can I see Wimbledon sneaking it, Craig? I, oh, two all draw. But I think if anyone wins, it might be Wimbledon. Oh gosh. Um, 
Mansfield one, Wimbledon three. Yeah, don't disagree. Al Hamadi is really hitting form. Newport entertaining Harrogate Town uh, in, in South Wales. Harrogate in 19th, to be fair, John. Harrogate got four wins after 11 games, which I'll take my hats off to Harrogate. I didn't think you'd be this high up in the table at this point in time. Harrogate looking as if they're easily going to avoid relegation. Newport, a decent team. Um, Craig, I think they're playing some decent stuff. I really do. Um, you know, the. They've got the goals of young boy Evans um, on their side. So I think that will edge it for them here. Newport 2, Harrogate 1. But both teams pleasantly surprised. I thought both these two teams, Craig, could be dragged into trouble. I thought, okay, I thought pleasant, pleasantly surprised by both. Yeah, I think I think Harrogate have got far more points than I expected at this stage. Um, oh, Newport 2, Harrogate nil. Salford taking on Crew Alexander. Um, Salford with slightly less points than we expected so far, Craig. It has yeah. to be said. Um, it, it's been it's been a tough one for Salford, but they bounced back with two two successive wins. Yeah, back to back wins. Uh, yeah. Did, but did, did you see that crowd they had, Craig, against Newport last week? I did no. take notice of this, and we no. spoke about this before. How many? There, there was a few decent Newport fans there. Two thousand and six were at that game. So that means so, it was more, more, so yeah. So more, more eighteen hundred Salford fans at the most. Yeah, so more fans are going to watch South Shields play in the Conference North. Yeah, and and, and actually in midweek, um, Salford had a win at Sutton. There was more fans at Sutton in midweek, and wow, um, which was a six pointer actually in midweek. Sutton, but Salford got the win; they needed it. Um, hosting a crew team who are crew fair play, you know. Um, they're playing some. Re- is it Lee Bell? Isn't it in charge? Yeah, former midfielder. Um. Brilliant form, really good. They look look really dangerous, crew, and they'll be far too strong for Salford here. Yeah, I Salford agree. one, crew three. Yeah, it's Salford nil, crew three. Stockport entertaining Doncaster Rovers. Stockport flying up this table. Yeah, as you expected, Craig. Wow. Yeah. yeah, one 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 stage out. They've got that talk of going to shouting out of his head. He's really refocused things. Stockport are, are really hitting the ground here, Craig. Against the Doncaster team, who um to bounce back actually under yeah, the half hand. yeah brilliant win in midweek over Crawley really was good um Joy inside Santa more fat more foul who I love as a player it's good to see him on the score sheet Craig. he's a he's a goal scorer that boy um and he could really do it for them um so the goals in Doncaster now Craig there really is Stockport three Doncaster two. Stockport County five, Doncaster Rovers nil. Uh, I oh. think. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think Louis Barry. This game is made for Louis Barry to go and score a hat trick, Graham. Uh, I think I, Doncaster I, might be. Yeah, they might go forward, leave themselves open a little bit. I don't disagree yeah. in that regard. Yeah. Um. On to Wow Craig, your beloved oh. Sutton United. Oh dear. Oh dear. Now that that midweek loss to to Salford was a bitter bitter pill to swallow for them. Um. Up against a Walsall team who are. Goodwin at Bradford, Drew with MK Dons. Um, I think Sutton, I'm going to, I think they might upset the apple cart a little bit here, out of form, but I think they might beat Walsall here, um, 1-0. Sutton 1, Walsall 3, and Sutton's troubles continue. Yeah, Sutton and Forest Green look banging trouble, and, and you know, um, is this division starting to level out? Because they're probably the smallest two teams in this division. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Are Forest Green small in terms of budget, Craig? Oh, I thought, not, not really, no. 
No, I was going to say oh. two smallest teams in terms of the size of the club. We probably are. Yeah, um, maybe with Salford. Um, on to team who is down there, but isn't a small club. Craig is Tranmere Rovers. Yeah, Nigel Atkins. Uh, any decision on that job has been hasn't been made yet. No, nope. nope. um, he's won two of the last three, so he's looking in good place, isn't he? Nigel Atkins probably to get that job on yeah. a full time basis. They're hosting Grimsby Town, who oh, Grimsby they just keep. Flashing to the save, they had a, but a brilliant win over Barrow in midweek. But before that, lost three in a row. Grimsby, there's so much better than that as well. Grimsby are probably the most frustrating team in this division, Greg. Yeah. As you pointed out, they've got some very good players. Yeah. Um. What? What's Grimsby? Which Grimsby is going to turn up here, Greg? That's the question. Oh, I think Tramia might get another win. Two one. Yeah, I think Tramia are going to get the win on the day. Uh, I think they're, they're desperate for the points. They need the points more than Grimsby. Ramia two, Grimsby nil. I think we're going to keep a clean sheet too, Grim. And that's us done for today. Thanks for joining us again. And uh, enjoy your football wherever you are this weekend. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's going to be a great weekend of football, Grim, isn't it? And uh, enjoy, guys, wherever you are. Enjoy your weekend, Grim. <laughs>